Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. If your go-to card is a debit card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cash back isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about The Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. We're back, and we hope everyone enjoyed their spring break as much as we did. So much free time to read the news. Rage scream into pillows. Whatever else people are doing with their time these days besides being abjectly miserable. I'm sure you guys found some fun stuff to do too. But our rest is over. The cast files are out. And that means it's time to see who Becca will be dating. Let's do the damn thing. Oh, Emma. God. This Had to do it once. Not off to a good start. <laughs> Know what else isn't off to a good start? The way they redid the cast bios this year. I don't know. It feels personal. It feels directed at us. Like, you had so much fun making fun of all the dumb answers these guys put on their insane questionnaires. We're going to take that away from you. Yeah. Like, it feels, it's like not enough that they have Chris Harrison announce the contestants and make little, like, cracks about their bios which is what we do, Chris. Stay in your lane. But Chris they... needs a new job now that he's only <laughs> down to like one minute of airtime per episode. Well, he, doesn't he also do like uh, Miss America mm-hmm. and he does. something okay, else? Fine. He has other things to do he's besides just, host The Bachelor. He just flies from set to set around the world and pops in for like 30 seconds, waves at the camera and leaves. It's hard to keep up with that I don't know. It sounds like a good life. Yeah. No, he seems happy. Uh good for him do we have any initial <laughs> trends that have jumped out at us from this crop of yes know, poorly um, posed gentlemen well i mean first of all once you turn all of their bios into instead of little fun facts it's they're all just bios they all start to seem more similar yeah because it really highlights that like yeah, this is a guy. He's from a place and he likes to do his job in an office and then go to the beach on the weekends. And that's like all of them. And <laughs> they and all love life. They all. Yeah. And they're all like self-proclaimed something. Someone wrote these for them because there are some very yes. similar. It's like he's a self-proclaimed weekend warrior. What does that mean? I suggest that they I mean, I suggest I think what happened is that they still had them fill out that uh, questionnaire and it was things like are you a weekend warrior or a 
you know, weekday warrior. Warrior. <laughs> I don't. And, and then they tasked some intern with turning a few pieces of each questionnaire into coherent sentences, which is just a waste of everyone's time. Yeah, this is not better. Some other trends we noticed, and this is also, I think, again, maybe something that would be true in the past, but it's highlighted by this format, is that, like, a lot of them work in finance. Several of them are pro-athletes. More? It feels like almost more pro-athletes than I do think there are more pro-athletes than usual, but that might also, like, sometimes the a profession might be obscured because, like, they get a fun, like, profession name, like, chicken True. enthusiast, and then it doesn't tell you what they actually do in the bio. Or there's a lot of, like, former pro-swimmer, like, with Robbie. Yeah. Swam in college. And then has done nothing else since then. <laughs> Whereas here we get like social media participant. It's like, what? That's a wacky job title. But then in the bio, you find out that he's like a model or whatever and jigs up. You know, there's no mystery. So we know exactly how many of them are models. Several. I didn't actually count them. Um, there seems to be an okay amount of racial diversity. And several people who immigrated either. Very at very young ages, or um, later in childhood, to the U.S. Right, or our first generation. And yeah. I found that interesting that they chose to really highlight that because that's often not something that we see focused on. I mean, I'm sure there have been men and women on the show who are the children of immigrants or are, are immigrants themselves, but we rarely see that you know played yeah. up, especially when there's only three sentences to sell I'm you on someone. of like Jubilee and Christina, and I can't yes. really off the top of my head think of. And those are both like very traumatic stories yeah. of immigration. I am wondering, like I feel like they're tipping their hand to some things that might in the past have been hidden until they were on a one-on-one date. And then they'd be like, well, actually, my family is from Haiti. And like, here's how that went down. Um, we didn't find out all that much about people's deep backstories in the old bios. True. If you can't tell, we are not fans of the new bios. No, I, I don't even know what to talk about. They're all blending together into a, like a Ken doll of various shades okay. mix. We also have to talk about the, the hair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything about the headshots. I know we always say they're too photoshopped, but they seriously, some of them look CGI. I've I never feel like the women. The the women's headshots for the last season were better than these. I think they are trying to make it a little more loose and natural. No more white background. Right. And they they several people pointed out that they seem to have relaxed what appeared to be a firm V-neck rule. There are a <laughs> lot of jackets in these photos. Um, oh, yeah. You know, a, a bit of style. There's uh, a lot of button-ups with a, with a blazer over it. Yeah. Clay is wearing what looks like a velvet mock turtleneck for some reason. But we're going to get into that. We're going to we're going to go man by man, one by one. And we're going to see what we can. Okay, should we we do that? Yes. Let's start. Alex, he's 31. Okay, he's a construction manager. Okay. here's the thing about this group of men that I also noticed. They're pretty young. Like Alex is one of, I think, a few who are 30 or older. There are a lot of, like, 25-year-olds, 26-year-olds. Am I just noticing this more because now I'm in that oldest bracket? Like, I want to see a few guys who I might consider dating. That's part of the fun. Well, Alex is 31. Yeah, he looks fine. He's a construction manager in Atlanta, Georgia. I think he's a very viable option for you. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. He really loves country music. 
And he is a self-proclaimed <laughs> country music lover, which is one of those turns of phrase I mentioned. It keeps popping up. When you say someone is a self-proclaimed something, I feel like it either implies that it's a bad thing and you're like, don't worry, they said that they're that thing. Or it's a fake thing. Or it's like you doubt that they are. It's like he's a self-proclaimed country music lover, but he's never listened to Johnny Cash. You know what I mean? Like, what is self-proclaimed supposed to... Alex only likes mainstream country. (laughs) He hasn't even listened to the new Casey Musgraves album. Um, I mean, but it's like, what function... Why not just say a country music lover? That means the exact same thing. Clearly, someone gave the interns, like, a fill-in-the-blanks. A self-proclaimed blank. Blank. Alex enjoys Enjoys spending time with his blank. And Um, going to blank blank on the weekends. (laughs) So Alex enjoys spending time with his dog, Donzie, and taking trips to the beach with his boat, which I just, it's hard for me not to envision him like tucking a boat yeah. under his arm, just, heading, come on, jaunting guy. off to the beach. When he's not on the water, you can find Alex hitting the ski slopes out west. This is another thing I noticed. A lot of them have very expensive hobbies. Like there was one guy whose well, hobby do like to cast rich people well, on the sure. show. It's aspirational. But there was one guy whose hobbies were all like, skiing, mountain climbing, or spending time at his family's beach house. And I was like, is there a single thing you enjoy that it does not cost, like, millions of dollars? I mean, okay. Well, don't worry. He'll probably end up giving some speech to Becca saying, but if it was just the two of us in a garbage box, oh my God. I would be happy. I wish they would <laughs> give that prompt on every... What if, what if it were just you guys in a garbage box? Um, Alex is very generic looking, but he has kind of a shit-eating grin. Very chiclety teeth. Yeah. Not chiclet, like the genre of fiction. No, like chiclets. Yes. Like the gum. They're very white and they're all the same size and they keep going forever. I'm shocked he's not a dental hygienist, honestly. <laughs> um, you know what they say, uh, you know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, the, oh God, this is so embarrassing. It's that old uh, aphorism that's like, doctors' wives die young and shoemakers' children go barefoot or something. I have not heard this. this. (laughs) Um, But the idea being— I'm learning so much today, Claire. You know, it's the dental hygienist whose teeth suffer the most because they're so busy fixing other people's teeth. I don't know. Every single dental hygienist I've ever had has perfect teeth, and it makes me feel— very anxious. Yeah, okay. In reality, I, I don't <laughs> think the safeism is true. Okay, next up is Blake. Blake is 28, and he is a sales rep. From Bailey, Colorado. Blake is maybe one of the only ones that I am like, oh, you're cute. I think he's very cute. We I also think he'll saw be cuter him. in person, too. Well, we saw him. He was oh. one of the uh, four that were introduced okay. on uh, after the final rose. I've forgotten all of them. Yeah, he's not the one with the accent, and he's not the banjo guy. He came in on, like, a horse or something. and a uni- Oh, he yes. was the horse guy. Yes, the horse guy. That was a bad he's idea. Cute. He is he's cute. He is cute, though. Um, he considers himself a modern romantic. He believes oh, that two- I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, he believes yeah. that two people need to be independent in order to truly love each other. So he's looking for his equal match. Okay, I'm on board with Blake. Um, I'm easy. I'm like, oh, he's cute, and he likes equality? Done. <laughs> Um, and he was a college athlete and is a Whoa. great swing dancer. See, this is what we're oh. talking about. Not a lot of meat in these yeah. bios. If if he want, if we were doing fun facts at the beginning of like a college seminar or a, a new job and Blake was like, 
my secret talent is swing dancing. Everyone would be like, really? That's the funnest fact about you? Get out of here. Um, next is Chase. Chase is 27. He is an advertising VP. He looks like a movie villain. So this, I had a very specific reaction to Chase, which is that to me, he looks like the boyfriend in like a Hallmark movie who <laughs> never yes, has time yes, for his yes. sweet girlfriend played by Lacey Chabert because work is calling, babe. I'm sorry. He's always on his cell phone. He's always on his cell phone. And then he sees like the real love interest who's like a small town baker and is like, oh, hey, buddy, we'll just take two of the muffins. Thanks. He's also always wearing a suit. Always. Always in a suit. Always on his cell phone calling the office. Yes. Sorry, the babe. Office, it's the office. Generally. I got to take this. Um, I'll make it up to you later, babe. Well, um, Chase is an advertising beef VP in Florida. So maybe he is always yeah, in a suit. That's true. Uh, he also played baseball in college. These are all, they're all athletes. Yeah. Fewer personal trainers, more athletes. I had no idea what a large dating pool there was of men who played sports in college. Like, I haven't dated any of them. I know, me neither. <laughs> How did I? Well, that's not that's not entirely true. I did date someone who played ultimate in college. That doesn't that count. Fully counts. <laughs> no, no. Um, very, he was very athletic. I dated someone who played ultimate. Also, I don't <laughs> count that. <laughs> um, and fun fact about Chase: he's excited to embrace wherever life takes him. I hate all these oh, people. God. Next is Chris. He's 30. He also looks like a movie villain, but a different brand. My theory about Chris is that he looks like Ben Stiller and Ryan Reynolds had a baby. Except less attractive than both of them. Well, that's often what happens when you combine <laughs> two attractive but distinctive looking people. It's like, do the it's features really combo. work together? I mean, it's more like they put their faces into like a what would my baby look like site. Yes, they're layered over each yeah. other. Yeah. Um, he, and all of these people are probably more charming and better looking in person. These headshots are notoriously awkward, but, you know, we're, we're just yeah. calling it like we we're see it. We're excited to come back to after the premiere and be like, holy shit, Chris is the hottest man I've <laughs> ever seen. But right now we just can't say that based on this. He no. is a sales trainer. I do not know what that means. Like he trains other salespeople? What do they sell? You know what they say if you can't sell? Train. Train people to sell. <laughs> Um, in Orlando. <laughs> he is originally from New York, and he has embraced the sunny Florida life since he was a kid. Oh, I don't know what that means. Chris either. Harrison said he's drama. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Do you think he has a secret girlfriend? or do you? Think I hope so. <laughs> we haven't had enough of those. I'm, I want a secret girlfriend. I want an affair with someone in production. Yes. I don't think we've ever had one of the men have an affair with someone in production. No, because it was the crew member that jumped out of the yes. window, right? Yeah, and broke his leg. Yeah. And oh, and it was also, there was that whole Rosalind plot line about, yeah. Papa, back in the day. Yeah. During Jake Pavelka's season. Which she says was fabricated. Right, I know. I need to know the truth. Yeah, me too. Rosalind, call us. We have had before someone who had dated a producer before. Uh, wasn't uh, it Ari? Was it Ari? Who dated uh, Cassie Lambert? I think oh, so. Okay. Yeah. 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 But like way before she. Yeah. Ari's just a diffuse series yeah. <laughs> of, of plot points to me at this point. He doesn't hang together. Um, 
Chris studied health service administration and is extremely passionate about fitness and health. My favorite thing about Chris is that he comes from a family of successful entrepreneurs that retired in their 40s, and he's determined to do the same. He's got 10 years of work. These people, Chris, a life with Chris is committing to Chris sitting around the house after the next decade. Yeah. <laughs> I the, These people are, are extremely loathable, and I think that is, like, the height of it. <laughs> At first um, I thought you were pronouncing lovable. Loathable. Weirdly, so and then lovable. I realized it was loathable. I just hateable doesn't seem strong enough to me. Um, but moving on to Christian, I just I do say I do have to say I look forward to Chris not being able to do that and then just being bitter for the rest of his life when he's like 47, 47 and still, still has to work. Slut. I mean, come on. OK, Chris, some of us will have to work till we're 75. He's a sales trainer. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you can't retire in your 40s just, just from like doing just like an OK what is professional his entrepreneurial job? spirit. Like, where, how is that being channeled in training salespeople? I mean, it's true. There is a great gaping void of entrepreneurial people who care about fitness in the world and not enough people <laughs> out there like starting gyms or boot camps. And I think he could really meet that need. <laughs> um, next is Christian. He is 28 and He's a banker. A, a Mexican immigrant. Yes. He uh, and his mother moved to the U.S. when he was three. Christian has a head start with me because he played semi-professional soccer and he is pretty cute, although I think he will be cuter in person because this it's, it's a not, weird headshot. No, it's a weird headshot, but there's something about like you can tell that he has uh, potential to be cuter. I also tend to feel like uh, soccer players are the cutest athletes. That I would agree. Swimmers are pretty good, too. Um, I think we all have our own favorite athlete type. And I feel like. I've never As women. Well, <laughs> please don't send me I've, emails. I've never heard anyone be like, "Uh, soccer players hate them." Yeah, they're so <laughs> ugly with their perfectly proportional toned bodies. Um, anyway, I mean, again, neither of us have dated a soccer player, so this is purely yeah. conjecture. No, I've, I've, I've never had that experience <laughs> but um i have i i personally played soccer until i was at least 12 years old so also christian seems to have led a pretty charmed life because his biggest fear date fear is spilling something on himself specifically in front of the bachelorette christian would not last a day inside my brain because i have spilled my something on myself on every first date i think i've ever been on i'm it's an incredibly kind of clumsy person yeah so. I was once on a first date with a guy that I was really liking so far. And so I naturally poured basically an entire whiskey soda in my lap. Like I just missed my mouth as I was tilting it to drink and just poured it on my lap. <laughs> and then I did the same thing on my first date with Greg because I was drinking out of the straw of the drink, but I also tilted it. So several times I've just poured a drink on myself. That's Christian, charming. You know what? People love it. They're yeah. like, oh, he's flustered. He must really like me. So endearing. Let's make out. Um, next is Kristen. 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 But uh, Chris Harrison said that for some reason, for the first half of the or first part of the season, they refer to him as Chris S. Oh, he's does, like, does Christian also go as Chris? No. I they think just call him Chris Christian. S for some reason. Yeah. Chris Harrison was sort of 
was saying, I don't really know why we didn't go by his given name at first, but we didn't. Maybe Christian and Kristan seemed too close. Maybe. Maybe that's why. They didn't want to have like a Jesse Palmer situation. Oh, sorry. Not you. No, I meant Kristan. Please get back in <laughs> <Right>. line. <laughs> he is a former Harlem Globetrotter. Have you ever seen LA. the Harlem Globetrotters perform? I don't know that I have ever seen them perform live. It's quite a sight. Pretty cool. I went when I was like probably 11 or 12 to see them perform. And at the time, I was not a super precocious kid in this regard. I really thought they were playing a real NBA team and they were just so much better. And I kept like asking, why don't they just win the championship every year? Like they're (laughs) clearly so much better than this other team. And my poor dad was like, "Uh uh-huh. Well, it's not really like that. I just, like, could not conceive of the concept. But um, it's a pretty good experience. I really hope that there is a date tailored to show off his skills. I want to see some dunking. He's a professional dunker now. That's an actual talent and an actual fun fact. Yeah. Although I do wonder what the next step is after professional dunking. I don't know. What what do other former Harlem Globetrotters do? You could train dunkers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's <laughs> true. Um, and he hopes finding love with The Bachelorette will be a layup. Oh, God, the puns start They're already. So bad. They're terrible. This isn't the most offensive one, but there is something a little off about it. Um, and I have to imagine, given how consistent they are throughout, that the puns were completely generated by production with no input from the guys at all. Next is Clay. Clay is a pro football player. He's 30. And apparently he, like, plays football now. Like, he currently plays football professionally. Chris Harrison said something to the effect of, I know we often say people are quote-unquote professional athletes, but he's actually a professional athlete. Yes, he plays in the NFL or played, there seems to be, I know he had signed a one-year deal with the Saints, but ended up on IR. What is IR? Uh, Injured reserve. Injured reserve. Okay, so he had an injury. A lot of Um, ambient knowledge I've just picked up from living with Greg. Yeah, I am not one that I shouldn't say anything about football. (laughs) I know absolutely nothing. I mean, that's not true. I know what, like, downs are, but. What's a down? I'm not going to (laughs) explain If you don't know what a down is, don't listen to this podcast. Um, So the other thing about Clay, he was like maybe the first person that I was scrolling through the bios. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that this headshot is fully just CGI. I don't know what it (laughs) is. It's a very odd facial expression that he's making. He's got a weird slight. It's like an uncanny facial expression where I'm like, it's so close to what a human facial expression looks like. But something about it seems wrong. Um. I think it's also that his eyes are really wide set. We also have a couple guys with really close set eyes. But I'm looking forward. He's one of the people I'm really looking forward to seeing what he looks like in real life. I mean, from his other photos, he looks cute. It's like from the photos of yeah. him on the Internet because he is an NFL player. I believe that. And um, I also look forward to seeing him in something other than what, again, appears to be a velvet mock turtleneck. It's very. I, there were a lot of choices made. Yeah. Choices were made. Also, and that's all we care to say Clay about it. never curses. Because he's a true gentleman. We would not. He would not like me. What's what's he going to think about Becca 
Becca says damn every other word. I wonder if he considers that a curse word. Maybe he thinks it's okay for ladies to curse, but not gentlemen. I guess that's what I think. All right. Next is Colton. Colton is 26. He is Ali Raceman's uh, ex. Um, And he is. Oh, wait, really? He's also an NFL player or former NFL player. Um, Interesting. Oh, he's never played in a regular season NFL game. But he dated Allie Raceman, which is why people know him. He like did he like asked her out kind of publicly. How? What? Do you remember this happening? I don't. No. Why did he ask her out publicly? It was wait, how did they here is an article from The Cut from 2016. Unknown NFL player tries to get attention by asking Allie Raceman out in video. And it worked. Yes, it did work. But then they broke up in August 2017. But that's actually they dated for a while. Yeah. It was a fairy tale romance, according to the New York Post. Well, ugh. you know what, Colton? I don't care about your beautiful blue eyes. At least they'll be nice to look at. Uh, he is cute. He's um, very blonde for me, but he's cute. He was named after the Indianapolis Colts, which is such a bummer. Like speaking as a that means an Indiana nothing native. To me. Um. <laughs> Um, and he has dedicated himself to helping children fighting cystic fibrosis. That's good. When he's not working on his charity, he's spending time with his family and his dog, Sniper. Another man with a dog. He named his dog Sniper. That's creepy. That's a bad sign. <laughs> um, but other than that, um, this is like the prototypical bio of like good on paper guy. Former football player who's into charity and spending time with his family and dog. Like, pfft. Who wouldn't want that aside from me because I hate football and I don't want a dog. We're going to get back to you guys. Connor, he has a very intense hairstyle. He's got the the Luke. Luke, Luke, Robbie. Full upsweep. I'm thinking of Luke, the racist one right now. Is that Luke? Lee? Lee. He's at the full Lee. I was thinking of when all the guys from JoJo season had the same hairstyle. It's... Kind but of this his one. is but with Luke's more hair volume. was sort of short. That's and true. I remember Lee's being very distinct. Swoopy. It was like h- larger than like half his head, and that's what we're seeing Con- with that's Connor. That's what Connor has. He's a fitness coach, shocker, from he, Florida. He's got some real dimples oh, going. He had the opportunity to play pro baseball. That but makes it he sound, didn't. It makes it sound <laughs> like it was like like a charitable offer or something. They're like, you the can, Atlanta you can Braves come play for us you. if you want. <laughs> Um, and then he dove into his current profession as a health and wellness coach. Because health and fitness uh, are his number one priorities. And uh, he's 25. I, I really feel like it's a pretty young crop. God, that does not. That makes me nervous for the next yeah. Bachelor. I'm already thinking about the next yeah, Bachelor. Yeah, they're just going to keep getting younger and younger. Um, next is Darius, 26, who is a pharmaceutical sales rep, which bodes well for what he looks like in person because we know that it's a very selective profession. You have to be charming. Oh, he's cute. And he is, he cute. is a Milwaukeean who loves to dance. But he lives in Sherman Oaks, California. And he Well, he's been to, to more than 11 countries in the past few years. I want to know what the countries are. Come on. Well, they're saving that for his date. <laughs> What countries have you been to, Darius? And he just sits there and lists them off one by one. Oh, these are so bland. 
Next is David. David is 25 and he is a venture capitalist. That is way too young to be a venture okay, capitalist. This man Where is did the capital come from? Also a sociopath because he loves guacamole but hates avocado. You're dead to me, David. I just it just doesn't mean anything. It's like it's not like saying I love wine but I hate grapes. It's like it's closer to I love M&Ms but I hate chocolate. Like the avocado aspect of guacamole is the is, aspect it is of guacamole. not shrouded at all. Like there are plenty of versions of guacamole you might order that are basically just mashed up uh, avocado. avocado. It doesn't make sense. You can't hate avocado and love guacamole. No, you. It's just not. It's not possible. You can't be like I love pizza, but I hate cheese. Like these things are like integrally linked. Um, and again. I find it weird that he is a venture capitalist. It's oh, a young this age. is the guy that uh, loves spending time at his family's beach house. Yes, he and also golfing, fitness, golfing, oh, I hate him. skiing, and spending time with his family at their beach house. This kid must have grown up bathing in money. Yeah, and he's only twenty five. Oh, he's terrible. Again, a venture capitalist is someone who like has a bunch of money and just makes risky investments with it. I don't understand. How you can be a 25-year-old venture capitalist unless you... You are a trust fund baby. Yes. Well. Well, I'm that so all happy for him. Then we have Grant. He looks like he could be a venture capitalist, <laughs> but he's an electrician. A fourth-generation electrician. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And he... That's about all we know about him, so... Yeah. And he's he, sarcastic. He's sarcastic. I, I have nothing to say. Moving on. You know on. what? ABC really fucked us this time. Thanks a lot. Um, Garrett. Garrett looks sort of startled and that his eyes are very, very open. He also looks like he could be cuter in person. I could see it. And he is 29. He is a medical sales rep. Like several other of the gentlemen this season, he is a true outdoorsman. A strike against him is that he's perfecting his Chris Farley impression. He's excited to find love with the Bachelorette down by the river, which is a joke I don't understand. Same. <laughs> is it a joke? I don't know. Is it a callback? Is it a threat? I don't know. <laughs> to fly fishing? Or is it is it a Chris Farley reference I'm not understanding? Yeah. If it's not in Tommy Boy, I don't know it. And even if it is in Tommy Boy, I probably have forgotten it. Um. Oh, it is a Chris Farley okay. thing from SNL. That's a pretty dated like impression to be doing. Yes. It's a character he played between 93 and 97. When Garrett was like five years old. Yeah, he's like our age. Exactly. And when Chris Farley was on <laughs> yeah. SNL, I was not old enough to watch SNL. But my family was quite strict. Um, Jake is 29. And a marketing consultant. Jake also looks like the bad boyfriend in a Lifetime movie. Well, but apparently like, his expression is sort of like I'm the I'm the I've been too busy with work, babe. But this weekend it's just going to be care. us, right? Like yeah. he's trying. He he. Well, he has the intention. Yeah, he doesn't have the follow through. He's got like a warm smile, and he's like, "It's just you and me. I'm focused on you." Oh, sorry, that's work. I got to take it. Chris Harrison. Oh, one thing about Garrett is that Chris Harrison seemed like very into the idea that he and Becca have a very good connection. So Garrett's probably one to watch. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Jake apparently has a past with Becca. 
Oh, they're this both is the from past. Minneapolis, and they have some sort of history. But Chris said that they disagree as to what that history is. So who knows? I'm sure we'll see something about that come up on night one. Um, is it going to be a thing where he's like, "Remember when we dated?" And she's like, "What we do you didn't." Mean? <laughs> I hope that's it. That would be incredible. Um. He's also he's a been a motocross racer since the age of thirteen, which does not jibe with what I'm getting from his image. Mm-mm. But um, good for him, and he has jumped off the third highest bungee jump in the world. Another good fun fact. You know what I, I'm getting from this is they're not going to waste an adrenaline date on him. No way, like, that bungee wouldn't jumping be fun. will leave him totally unflapped. Also, he's a hopeless romantic who likes to write poems, that's, which makes me really hope that he does not make it far. I can't have... That's some grim foreshadowing right yeah, there. Yeah, I cannot have someone writing, you know, intense poetry to Becca. It's just, it's painful. You need to watch. He's going to show up with a poem the first night. Right. God damn it. And it's going to be a poem about their shared About their past. <laughs> and their future. Uh, Jason is 29. <laughs> And he is a senior. He's styled like a 55 year old. Like a 55 year old used car salesman. He's got like longish, slicked back hair. Kind of greasy looking hair. And a plaid. Checkered gray sport coat. Yeah. Uh, Oh my God, Nick, that is so true. (laughs) Nick just typed in our doc. Looks like the bad guy in 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, Andrew. What's his name? He does look exact. He looks like the guy who's competing for Bianca, right? Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Andrew Keegan. Yeah, he wow. does look like Andrew Keegan. A little less chiseled. <laughs> this is a slightly less chiseled version of this greasy I mean, TV villain. Are you interested? Andrew Keegan was quite quite chiseled. I mean, he's a beautiful man. Yeah. That was also his thing because he would hold up the headshots. Yeah. Of his modeling photos. Yeah. He'd be like, this is more of a catalog look. <laughs> Um, yeah, Jason is more like he's taken Andrew Keegan and 10 Things I Hate About You as his style icon, but he doesn't really have the goods to back it up, which is fair. I once brought in a photo of Sophia Bush on Chicago Fire to my hairdresser. And then at the end, I was like, why don't I look like this? And she was like, your face is a different shape. I don't know what to tell you. Um, we all feel like we can look like our icons. Um, anyway, <laughs> do we <laughs> deep down, but then we're wrong. We're wrong. We all have our dreams dashed. Yeah. Of looking like a completely different person. I'm just like, I think this haircut will look the same on me. Anyway, Jason is a Buffalo Bills fan and he likes to sing Disney songs. That's endearing. There are a lot of women who are into that. And I hope that Becca is one of them. For me, I would be like. This is such a gift to so many women out there, but not to me. So take it, take your gift of oh, loving see, Disney I w- songs. Oh, see, I would enjoy that. Yeah. So then, <laughs> you should you should definitely hit Jason up. He's also apparently a quote blue collar good guy. That's Wait, how. What? That is how. What do you mean blue collar good guy? That's how, is he, how uh, he, he's a successful banker. I don't know. That's gold. how Chris Harrison described it. Maybe his family is blue collar. Or does Chris just not know what blue collar means? Or Chris just thinks everyone who's from Buffalo is blue collar. I don't Jason know. Jason is like the, the, the prototypical white He's collar. a corporate banker. It's not blue collar. For some reason, Chris it's like, described him as blue collar. That is the definition of I white collar. I think he just believes that everyone from Buffalo is blue collar. 
you know what, Chris? That says more about you. <laughs> um, and Jason is hoping to sing his way into the Bachelorette's heart. Stop with these final lines. Yeah. Of these bios. I know that these guys didn't write them. So yeah. and I, I think feel should... like they, I feel like production is tipping their hand because now I'm like, Jason is almost definitely going to show up singing on the a first A whole night. new world. A whole new world or something. And something they could get the rights to. Well, I guess Disney is yeah. how convenient. <laughs> but um, Disney and ABC are are uh, part of the same company. But, like, I don't want to know what the weird stunts are going to be ahead of time. You know? Emma disagrees. Well, I guess, you know, we won't know until we, we, won't know. Until we see night one. It just feels like quite a hint. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back to break down all of the rest of Becca's nondescript gentleman suitors. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Emma, what's the first thing that you would do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would it be sleep? Would it be get a delicious pastry from the bake shop around the corner? Would it be, I don't know, get some actual writing done? Yeah. Read a book. I mean, my list is extremely long these days. There are not a lot of hours to spare. And, you know, a lot of us do spend our lives wishing we had more time. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and actually make it a priority. Yeah, this is something that I am often working on with my therapist. It helps you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash love to see it. Are you one of those people who thinks they don't have time to prioritize wellness? If so, Allo Moves is here to change your whole mindset. From beginner to advanced, Allo Moves has the flower class that will fit your whole schedule, even if your schedule is very complicated and ever-changing like mine is. And their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day, which is so convenient. They've got award-winning workouts like sweat-inducing yoga flows, HIIT classes, or reformer Pilates workouts. Truly, truly have it all. Because you can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and journaling for those quieter moments. I am one of those people who really struggles to prioritize wellness. I did before I had kids, and now it's even harder because you're always doing pickup or drop-off. You're making a lunch. You're like dealing with some need that your children have or you're working. And Allo Moves allows me to just fit those workouts in, in those spare moments when I find myself with an extra 30 minutes of time, I can do a yoga class. I can do something that gets my heart rate up and it really works with my lifestyle. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Allo Moves. Go to allomoves.com now and use code LTSI20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code LTSI20. allomoves.com code LTSI20. 
If you're a wine lover, here's a little secret. There is a personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to discover new wines you're guaranteed to enjoy. To start, you just answer a few questions on their website about what flavors you like, how often you drink wine, and if you prefer red, white, or rosé. As always, I love a quiz. (laughs) And based on the answers that you give, First Leaf curates a really amazing selection of wines just for you. Later, when you rate those wines, your wine selection gets even more tailored. Choose when the wine is delivered and how often to get new assortments of wine. If you want wine pairing advice or to talk about the wines in your box, you can always speak with one of their First Leaf experts. As someone who loves wine but really doesn't know much about why I like certain bottles and what it goes with. This is such an incredible way to get to know your own taste in wine better. I know. I totally agree. I got to try the Chenin Blanc from South Africa that is part of First Leaf's premium wines collection. And it was so good. And it was not something that I would have necessarily picked out myself a quiz, and good wine. I mean, everyone's winning here. (laughs) Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash LTSI to get your first box. That's tryfirstleaf.com slash LTSI. tryfirstleaf.com slash LTSI. I am someone who is perpetually facing the issue of my closet is messy and full, and yet I feel like I have nothing to wear. Mm. But Quince has been an absolute game changer for my style. Same. If I really need a new luxury basic, I know where I'm going to find one that is going to fit the bill, work for a lot of different occasions and styles. And I'm also going to stay on budget, which is a huge plus. They have items like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for just $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passing... uh, and passes the savings on to us. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for their wardrobe basics. Like I have a really amazing leather blazer from Quince, but I also have gotten really into like their luggage and travel accessories. I just purchased an incredible like neoprene weekender bag and it is such high quality. The color is beautiful. And I spent about half as much as I would have spent on a very similar product from a fancier brand name. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article, that lovely chair out on my deck, article, our big console, article, I'm my bed frame, article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And 
my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Okay. Next is Jean Blanc. John Blanc is 31, respectable age, and he is a colonisseur. Yeah. And a connoisseur of cologne. In the old days, that would have been all we knew about him. But because we have these bios, we know that he actually works in finance. (laughs) And the cologne thing is more like a hobby. He just really enjoys cologne, which is not a plus. No. That makes me nervous. Like, would he show up in a room and I just immediately have an allergy attack? Well, maybe he's a, because he's a cologne or maybe it's like being into really fine wine. It's like you don't drink as much wine. You just really know the good it. stuff. Maybe he just is like, I know what the right cologne is and I'm just going to stab it. I just really worry lightly. about any man who has a collection of colognes. I mean, it might not be the guy for you. <laughs> Um, That's what this is about, Claire, my new boyfriend. I'm really disappointed that we won't be able to smell and assess. I hope Becca will react. Yeah, like if she steps back and it's like, whoa, you smell amazing, then we'll know it's too strong. We also learn that Jean Blanc was born in Haiti and immigrated with his family to Boston when he was two years old and then got a master's degree at Duke. Yeah. Smart guy. And he worked as an engineer in Memphis. He's just had a whole. He's had a, you know many lives. Um, and he continues to add to his very impressive cologne collection. I need pictures of this. I need like a Diggy style tour of his home. Ooh, and I where hope he stores he's. You know how clones. Glamour usually does that, like catching up with some of the guys as they pack. Yeah. I hope Jean Blanc is one of them, and I hope he's just piling bottles of cologne yeah. into his suitcases. I mean, if he's a real colonisseur, I expect him to have a special cologne carrying case with like little foam. One for each rose ceremony. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't be caught wearing the same dress to exactly. two different rose ceremonies. Why Why would cologne be any different? Um, Joe is 31 and a grocery store owner. And he's also actually a finance guy. Like again and formerly, again. Formerly. Formerly. Formerly one of the youngest traders on the Chicago Stock Exchange, but now he actually is a grocery store owner. And where his family has roots, apparently. Um, He's following uh, in the family business of grocery store ownership and management. And we learned that Joe is successful in produce, but unsuccessful in love. He's ripe and ready to be picked by the bachelorette. We need to hire some better copywriters. 
I just that sort of line. It, Joe's imagine, ripe. Imagine He's it ripe. being written about one of the contestants on The Bachelor. Like Emily is ripe to be plucked by The Bachelor. It's ugh, ugh. It makes me shudder a little mm. bit. It's still gross. Joe is not here to be plucked. He's a person with agency. He's making his own decisions. He's not, you know, it's Joe not about will be being the one ripe. doing the plucking remember, for his grocery store. Remember, remember when Daniel came on Bachelor in Paradise and described the older women as bruised fruit? I do. Yeah, I do. The Bachelor has the a troubled old, by, history with fruit by rhetoric. older women. He yeah. meant women who were over the age of like. 28, yes. 27. I'm just, uh, the, the Bachelor has this troubled history with fruit rhetoric, and I think they should be a little more careful with how they deploy it. Um, John is 28. He is a software engineer from San Francisco, of course. Where else are they? Chris Harrison made the claim that John might be the most successful guy they've ever had on the show. He's apparently a successful Silicon Valley guy. Silicon Valley guy. So how do they measure the most successful? I, I don't know. There was no precise. There, there was no detail given. Just he made a wild claim. And I think we can assess it. <laughs> like, would we say that a software engineer is more successful than an NFL player? I mean, it's all very vague, too, because it's like he's a software engineer. And then it says he's a startup company success story. What's his startup? What's this? What is he software engineering for? Is it his startup? Does he did he get in on the ground floor of something that blew up? What is it? OK, I, wait, let's see. Two. Oh, SFGate published two Bay Area suitors attempt to woo the bachelorette. Let's see. Anything about John? You might think we should have done this before taping, but you would be wrong. He's a programmer, runner, guitar player, and cooking vlog host. I what? I don't know. He's a cooking vlog host. Yes, John cooking vlog. I need to know what's. <laughs> I'm not totally sure how this makes him the most successful bachelor they've ever had. He is cute though. Um, and he, well, that makes sense because apparently when he's not working, you can find him wine tasting, playing guitar or making his world famous banana bread. That sounds more appealing to me than a lot of the guys, except that I don't suffer a man in my home to be better at baking than me. So I'm going to release him out into the world for Becca to date <laughs> instead. Wow. You're so magnanimous. Claire. I know. Um, next is Jordan. Jordan is the second guy on this uh, bio list who I looked at his photo and was like, that's fake. He's I don't very that, symmetrical. I don't think he's a real person. He's extremely symmetrical, which makes sense when you learn that his occupation is male model. He's 26. He doesn't have, like, pores. And the way that the light is, like, bouncing off his skin feels He knows wrong. how to find his angles, Claire. Does he? Or, or does... Was some graphic designer in a lab, were they the ones who knew how to find angles, Emma? Probably a little bit of both. <laughs> I think his there's some, is, you know, some light editing happening here. There's something weird. Like his his face is very round and his nose is very narrow and his teeth are very white. 
And I'm just like, something he isn't looks, right. He is Ken doll. He is a Ken doll. He's very, very Ken dolly. It feels like one of those things where, you know, people would say like, oh, if Barbie was real, she'd be seven feet tall and her head would be the size of a watermelon. This is, I feel like I'm being shown like, this is what it would really look like if Ken were real. It's not so great, is it? <laughs> Don't you regret wishing Ken looked like this? It's confusing because Robbie also looks like a Ken doll. And I, Robbie might be dethroned as... IRL Kendall. And but not, I don't mean that as a compliment. I'm not into either of them. No, absolutely not. Although, who knows? I still haven't seen Jordan in person. Maybe. According to Chris Harrison, Jordan spends a lot of time talking about being a male model and how hard it is. Ooh. <laughs> See, this is the kind of thing where we would really benefit from the Q&A. Remember Daniel's Q&A? What was all about? How, like, a he's, Lambo. He's a model and he has a body like a Lambo. That's what I want from Jordan. And instead, I'm getting this bland... Jordan turned his good looks into a professional modeling career when he's not posing for magazine shoots. Jordan enjoys kayaking and running. I don't care. I want to know how much of a douche he is about his modeling. Oh, well, Chris Harrison also said he is like a character out of Zoolander. <laughs> so I'm excited to meet Jordan. Oh, my God. Um, and he he's excited to sprint to the finish line with the Bachelorette. I'm sorry, I'm just going to stop reading runs. because what's the point? He's a runner. Camille is 30. Is it Camille? You watched the announcement. I think it's Camille. Okay. He is a social media participant (laughs) model, and he was born in Poland and immigrated with his parents when he was five. A lot of immigrant stories in these little bios. He learned English by watching cartoons. Charming. And he also does real estate. And modeling. He is pretty cute. He's more, I'm, I'm more down with Camille's face than Jordan's. Me too. But my favorite thing about Camille is that um, we learn that we can't ask him to get his hands too dirty because he has a terrible fear of spiders. Because when there's a spider, that. what you do is you smash it with your bare <laughs> fingers and then you rub it all around. There are a lot of things that make your hands dirtier. Than dealing with a spider. I don't see the connection. Okay, I think they worked backwards from the terrible fear of spiders. And they were like, what does that mean? Can't ask him to get his hands dirty. Because, you know, when you swat a spider with your fingers and then you rub it on your face. (laughs) No one swats a spider with their fingers. Apparently. take a little piece of toilet paper or a napkin or a shoe and you smash it with that. I think whoever wrote these bios sma- d- has like, never killed a spider. I think this is like that thing when it was like a an MRA Reddit thread or something where all these men revealed that they basically thought that only women use the toilet seat because they just perched on the rim to go number two. It's like one of those moments when it's like, oh, no, you've been doing it way wrong and no one ever told you until now. But you don't kill spiders with your fingers. Oh, God. Camille also apparently has a fitness website where he offers training and diet plans. So Man, he's going to be able to retire by 40. He's going to retire by 40 with this entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, next is Leo. Leo is a 31-year-old stuntman, and he, he has, has a cascade of the most beautiful raven curls. Sugar bear hair is already reaching out oh. to him for sure. I'm, like, not a big man bun or long hair guy. Are you woman. into this? I just, Claire. I, I am mesmerized Claire. by it. There, it's so lustrous. He has a Fabio look about him. No, I don't see it. 
You don't see the Fabio hair? Well, the hair is long, but it's be- Fabio's hair was always, I thought, long, but not that great. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I think this has a similar a similar vibe. Apparently, he usually wears it in a messy bun. See, I think I would prefer it in a bun than I do down. No, I really look forward to seeing it in a bun. Uh, <laughs> I'm is really excited just... for that this season. All I can think about is the guy from the season of Unreal whose whole thing was that he had a man bun. He, someone's got to represent. Yeah. He He's is... a stuntman, which yeah. is kind of cool. And he also does uh, construction with his family. And that hair has been growing for 10 years. One would assume he's had it trimmed along I'm the I'm sure way. that's probably why it looks so healthy. Yeah, there needs to be you upkeep. Trim that it. Doesn't, there, there are no dead ends on that no. beautiful, beautiful man. Probably lovingly snips them every morning just to be, just to be sure. Um, Lincoln is 26. He is an account sales executive. And he is originally from Nigeria. He moved to Boston when he was a teenager. Okay, we have to talk about Lincoln. First, Lincoln was one of the guys who came out and called Aria Wanker. Oh, yes. Yeah, and I really liked him. But then, have you been following um, the things that have been written about Lincoln? No. What? Okay. Apparently, per some of his ex-coworkers, Lincoln... This is really fucking weird and gross. Lincoln thought toilets were unsanitary, so he would <laughs> shit on the bathroom floor of his <laughs> office bathroom and build a mound of toilet paper like on the ground. Take a shit on it. Multiple of his coworkers have former coworkers have said this. I'm literally speechless. This is a source quote to Life in Style. I saw this guy with his pants around his ankles with toilet paper on the ground, and he's going to the bathroom on the toilet paper. I kind of double took and couldn't really understand what I was seeing. Either the next day or the day after that, I walk in, he's doing it again. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. When I told my buddies, they were like, what? They didn't believe me. So I snapped a picture from when you walk in just to kind of prove it to them. Not knowing that the guy is going to be on a TV show two okay. years later. A few things. That's obviously really gross. Second thing. What the fuck? Why are they taking photos of someone in the bathroom? I don't No, No, I think it was like of the toilet paper, not of him. Well, he was like, in, I think he would do this in a stall. Right. Like, I don't know. I don't think people should be doing that. I'm, I'm going to say I'm not on their side for that. For taking photos. Sure. I I don't know. This all just seems really private and like I don't feel like they should be writing news stories. I don't know. Like I this whole this whole thing makes me really uncomfortable. That's so private. It's also like what is going on there? Well, okay, for one thing, in a lot of parts of the world, people don't use toilets and it's probably he didn't live in the US until he was a teenager, so probably he's really accustomed to a whole different Maybe not. We have no idea. We have no way of knowing. Like, and I'm not an expert on that sort of thing. But a lot of places when you travel have a whole different setup that does not involve, like, sitting on a toilet. So. I mean, we have no idea why. But it seems so private. Like, I don't, I, I don't want to weigh in on that. (laughs) Why would they talk about that to the newspaper? 
I think it was from a Reddit thread. Jesus. After it was leaked, after people oh saw him God. and after the final rose. Apparently it was a thing that was had to be escalated to HR because he was leaving his feces for the custodian to clean up, which is also not fair That's to that great. custodian. I, <laughs> I'm like deeply shaken. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, but... Lincoln was named for Abraham Lincoln, which is kind of cool. <laughs> so, pro, named for Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Shit's on the floor. Um, and he would love to have a big family to make his mom proud. That's sweet. I hope Becca uh, feels the same way. Um, next is Mike. Mike is a 27-year-old sports analyst from Cincinnati, and he went to Notre Dame. He also has long hair and also looks like a uh, lifetime movie villain. Yeah, but oh, he would be more like he would be more like the the popular bro who's also like hippy dippy. Yeah, he'd be like, I'm so like, chill yeah, and alternative. Yeah, I always meet like the coolest yeah, girls the in coolest yoga. Chicks. Yeah. Um, yeah, he and- loves horse races and state fairs. Also festivals. Do you think like festivals of all kinds, specifically music festivals? I think he he loves all the Renaissance things. Festivals. I bet he loves parades too. Like all the things that in theory are good, but that normal people actually hate being at. Mike <laughs> loves those things. It's like he I love crowds. crowds of people. I love heat. I love they're not being cleaned bathrooms. Though. That's sweet. I would like to see photos of his bulldog Riggins. Riggins I bet is you a can. great dog name. I bet I'm sure find. they're on his Instagram. I wonder whether when they say he's a football analyst, if that means that he's like on air or if he, there's some sort of thing where you work for a football team and you're like, you should recruit this guy. But wouldn't they call that a recruiter? Nick, help me. What do you think they mean by football analyst? You think he's on TV? Uh, he is yeah. a sports analyst with pro football focus. Pro football focus. Anyway, this is a very Notre Dame thing to major in accounting and computer oh, applications and, and then work in football. Cute little dog. Cute dog. Everyone look up a photo of his dog. <laughs> um, and next up is Nick. Nick. 27, an attorney. Nick looks like his attorney would use an affluenza defense for him. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's, yeah, he looks like an 80s movie villain. Yeah, he's very blonde, little washed out, and uh, he apparently in real life is a fun-loving attorney with a zest for life. When he's not winning trials, you can catch him in his signature track suits. Oh, no. Yeah, this no. was all going so well. No. And then we get to signature tracksuit. If you feel like you need a signature tracksuit in There's order to be problem. memorable, like get some more self-confidence. No one needs a signature tracksuit, Claire. No. No one wants to be around someone with a signature tracksuit. Nick, you need to rethink some things. Um, he is a self-proclaimed weekend warrior. That is the exact same phrase used earlier. He loves brunches, barbecues, and the beach. Everyone loves brunches, barbecues, and the beach. I honestly, like, I can't nail down my conception of Nick. Those three sentences all seem like different people to me. He's just like a chill bro who loves barbecuing on the beach and also winning trials and and also also wearing signature. Does he wear signature tracksuits to the beach barbecues? 
I mean, where else would he wear that? I don't know where you wear a signature tracksuit, Claire. <laughs> Ideally, nowhere. Nothing in my life involves the ability to wear a signature tracksuit. That is also like a very 80s movie villain thing to do. Of like, oh, this silk tracksuit? Yeah, it's it's designer. Um, Emma, are you looking him up on Instagram? I'm not. I'm not. Nick, you know, I don't... I Although, should I try to find his <laughs> signature... I'm sure we'll see. We'll find them eventually. Maybe he'll wear one to a rose ceremony maybe if he makes it past week Maybe one. he'll wear it the first night. That's a That's, that's an a intro. gimmick. Uh, next is Ricky, who is in a bow tie and a maroon bomber. Well, he's kind of cute. He is cute. He is 27 and an IT consultant. Some people were not, I saw on Twitter, were not a fan of the bow tie. I like a grown man in a bow tie. I think it's cute. It is. Um, and now that Tucker Carlson has backed away from the look, I think it really opens, opens up in space. Yes. But it like adds a little flair. Yeah. Um, I do. I'm not a huge fan of combining the bow tie and the bomber. It's a choice. It's a choice. <laughs> wow. You, you made a choice there, didn't you, Ricky? <laughs> Um, he created a successful online personal training company. Another guy who's going to be retired by 42. Left Wall Street to go be a fitness trainer. Wow. Yeah. Um, and he dreams of finding a woman who can keep up with his lifestyle and be his best friend first and lover second. So I assume he wants a best friend who will completely conform to his life. Yeah. She needs to keep up with his lifestyle, which is I'm. it's unclear to me what that is. <laughs> Because all we know is that he loves personal training. Yeah. And Wall Street. Maybe so. maybe he wants her. Maybe that's like a veiled way of saying that she needs to be in outstanding shape. I'm sure they're all starting from that baseline. <laughs> let's be clear. Um, Next, we have Ryan, who is the banjo guy oh. from After the Final Rose. Yes. I thought he was very cute. I liked the banjo thing. I thought it was endearing. Yeah, that photo is not flattering. No, but I feel like he's on a campaign to to be Wells. He looks a little Wells-like. He has that, like, he's like I'm a little quirkier than most of the guys on this show, but not actually quirky. His look here is Wells, but not hipster. Not hipster at all. With no edge. Wells, Wells without the edge yeah, and style. Wells in a just a plain sky blue button down and no hat. But we know that he plays the banjo, so I think that's why I'm like going there another guy who seems to have enjoyed a comfortable life he is a cape cod native <laughs> who plays in a bluegrass band with his family and he has a passion for sailing <laughs> i cannot relate to that no me either he can't wait to make the bachelorette his first mate well you know what why not the captain ryan why can't becca be the captain because a bachelor intern wrote this bio okay you know what that's fair um next is trent who is 28 and a realtor. I cannot hear the name Trent anymore without thinking of the character from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. So in my mind... Oh, that's not a great association. No, it's a negative association. Um, but He doesn't this, really look like Trent. No. I'm sure that I will develop new neural pathways that will allow me to think of Trent as an animal lover from Carroll, Iowa, who moved to Florida to pursue a career as a realtor and model. Another realtor and model. We have at least two realtors slash models because Camille is also. Well, it's just a, you know, a common career combination. Realtor is like the bachelor catch all. Like, is your primary interest not making you enough money? What if you were also a realtor? 
I definitely know people who do that in New York, too, because it is a career that has flexibility that you can do in a limited capacity. And I'm just going to throw this out there. If you're a realtor in New York, as far as I can tell, you just make thousands of dollars all the time for doing nothing. (laughs) Um, Not that I'm, like, scarred from my enormous broker's fees for apartments that I found myself on the Internet. Um, He has been on the cover of romance novels. Claire, this is right up your alley. He doesn't look familiar to me, so I don't know. Maybe he which specializes... romance novels are you on the covers of Trent? Yeah, maybe he specializes in like contemporary stuff, like The Billionaire's Bride. I'm more of like a The Duke's Companion sort of person, um, and he apparently has Midwestern charm that we're gonna see. Wow! Wow! So much to look forward to. You know what? I and think we're gonna finally... hit. We're gonna hit. Our timeline for, like, thanks to The Bachelor's new boring bios, we are coming in right at our target time. Yeah. An hour of me talking is me having very little to say. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The last uh, but not least is Wills. He's 29 and a graphic designer. I think if I had to pick someone to marry just from their bios only and photos, it would would be Be Wills. Wills. Oh, yeah. He loves Harry Potter. And he's an editorial designer. I mean... Yeah, I'm into this. This is someone that I would... If I saw it on Tinder, I would swipe right. He is a really nice navy, like royal blue uh, suit jacket going Mm -hmm. on. And he's got the invisible tie going on. It's buttoned up, but no tie. Um, Yeah. And you know what? Liking Harry Potter is extremely basic at this point, but at least I, I love would know Harry he Potter. read a book. I mean, yeah. It is basic, but... I, I would like to see more. Also, I feel but... like at this point, there's a lot of people, there's a sh- stunning number of people that are our age that never read Harry Potter. I know. Greg has never read Harry Potter. I don't get it. He says that he's going to read it when he reads them to our kids. And I'm like, I did not obsess over those books for years so that you could read them to our kids. Are you kidding yeah, me? Please put in the work. We're all going to do it as a family. You can listen to me read the books to our kids. By the way, which one of us in this household has a podcast, <laughs> Greg, and a mellifluous speaking voice? Wow. This is clearly a point of contention. I have a lot of feelings. But I think at the end of the day, uh, Blake and Will's. Yeah. Are my favorites. Um, any other? I mean, you we, we you saw some of Chris's predictions. Um, I didn't because I forgot. So. He didn't say much. <laughs> okay. But we heard like a couple people would be drama. Do you, Who do you think is going to get the first impression, Rose? I have no idea because I have no impression of these men. Yeah. Uh, I would say just from what. Chris said maybe Garrett. Yeah. Garrett seemed like a strong contender to me just from the... Or one of the pro football players. Maybe Colton. Well, we know she likes a... She likes a pro football player. Right. Wait, did we talk about Garrett? Yeah, there he is. He's out of order. Yeah. Um, I'd say Garrett and Colton are my picks for first impression rows. Yeah. Although maybe she'll want to le- lean away from that and go for like a sort of uh, spindly gentleman after her bad experience with her ex i don't know they seem to go for like the people who are their types with the first impression roses that's true yeah i think those are good picks who do you think is gonna get axed night one um 
Chris, the sales trainer. Um, he's the one who. Oh yeah, didn't we hear he's going to be drama? Uh, night. Oh, like night one, one drama. Oh yeah, night one drama. Which so he'll probably unless it's really entertaining drama, then he'll go week two. Uh, I feel like, you know, like the grocery store guy could go night one. Yeah. Grant, the electrician, could go night one. Um, the guy who has the past with her will probably go week one or two or yeah. three. Like, he won't last more than a few weeks. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Nick? Which, oh, He's yeah. Seen, I Nick's- see him possibly showing up in a yellow tracksuit and Becca being like nope that's not gonna do it for me yeah I don't see him really going far I'm just excited I'm excited for us to get some real material once the season starts because me too you know what I'm ready this was disappointing I want the the old style bios back next season <laughs> I have demands and they will be met and ABC will certainly listen to us they because they really heed. value our personal preferences and they really do And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our producer, Nick Offenberg. The new season is starting, so it's time to find Here to Make Friends on Apple Podcasts to subscribe and give us a rating. A five-star rating, of obviously. Of course, we deserve it. We're also on Facebook and Instagram, so please like us there. You can find us individually on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. Or you can always send us an email at heretomakefriends at huffpost.com. Thanks for listening. We will be back for the premiere with a very special guest. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.